0: Hello, hello, Mr. Joe checking in with you on week 10 of student teaching. Um, this was the final week of teaching before two things before going into spring break, which is where I am right now. And before coming back, uh, next week and starting my two week lead teach window. So the, uh, I would say that the stress is accumulating, just really a lot on my uh, on my plate right now, and getting ready for that. And uh, but let's take some time to talk about um, uh, the week at school. So it was. Um, so first of all, the students had MCAs this week. Um, because of that, that meant that, uh, you know, I wasn't able to be in the classroom um, with the students during the tests and they needed to kind of, they needed to pull me a little bit. So I did end up subbing on Monday, um, which was interesting, subbed in a uh, a second grade classroom, kind of a smaller class, kind of rambunctious, but... Um, but that's all right. One thing I did notice is, um, well, what I what I decided I wanted to do with with subbing was to instead of just kind of being the packet machine, <laughs> I wanted to kind of actually take a look and see what it was that they were learning and what they were working on, and um, and uh, you know trying my hand a little bit at uh, at least the math lesson. Um, and so it was just it was interesting. Well, what I did, so I grabbed the, um, you know, the teacher's um, curriculum book, um, like the lesson guide, and uh, just decided to work a little bit of uh, the day's math lesson with them. And they um, were, you know, kind of at the same place as the third graders, just at the second grade level in terms of, um, you know, working with, uh, with subtraction. And it was really interesting to see um their misconceptions um around um ungrouping or actually yeah regrouping and borrowing we shall say um with subtraction um and it just made me think a lot about how it you know with the pandemic um you know, just kind of the what it means for, you know, the the experience and the ability levels that um, that are just really at a wide a wider level now um, because of the pandemic. You know, um, I've said it over and over, and I really believe it. You know, I take the constructivist um, philosophical approach. I teach kids, um, from where they're at, not from where they ought to be. Um, and so, you know, that means what that means for me is, is kind of widening my, um, the net of my own instructional abilities, you know, how to, how to help students, um, to, you know, to meet them where they're at when, when it's at a lower level, you know, when, Um, when things like number sense are need to be brushed up and focused on before you could ever even, you know, dream of getting to something like subtracting up to 100,000 across zeros, (laughs) you know, and, you know, even just some of those, those like more basic uh, literacy skills that they, um, that they work on in, uh, in second grade. And so, just as I'm reflecting out loud right now, I, I think uh, it's going to be important for me, you know, if I end up in third grade, um, to to just really look at look at the learning progression, you know, um, and have a better understanding of, uh, you know, what it is that they learn in um, in second grade, and and how some of those skills are taught, um, so that I am able to. to to best support my students. And again, that just assumes that I would be in a, in in a third grade classroom, which I'm hoping is the case. Um, Let's see, during our our planning meeting, um, I was a little bit confused um, just because the way that it's worked at our planning meetings up until now has been that, uh, you know, everyone sits down, we kind of hash out, Um, everything that still needs to be taught and we'll kind of hammer out a week for math and language arts and science, get on the same page. And then um, so that we're all kind of teaching the same content. Um, But, you know, maybe our lessons will look a little bit different. Um, I was just, uh, I was not ready to um, kind of step up to the Late during the planning meeting, I just wasn't ready to um, with my language arts lessons because I'll be, you know, as the lead teacher. Um, because we're a team of five classes, you know, if I'm kind of starting my writing um, kind of prep week in in preparation for my actual um, five consecutive EdTPA lessons the following week on writing. Um, it meant that on Wednesday during our planning meeting that it was up to me to communicate to the team what it is that we'd be be doing on all five days, uh, coming up next week. And I wasn't ready for that. And I, um, I just felt, um, just, I felt a little embarrassed. I felt that I started to feel overwhelmed about everything that I have to do and how far behind I am. Um, but it was okay. And I, I spent some time and, uh, talking with Hannah and, uh, just let everyone know that, um, that I would let them know, uh, at least Monday and Tuesday of next week, and then let them know about what we'd be doing for, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday soon. So I have that sorted out now, and I just need to send that out to the group. Um, I worked that out with my, uh, supervisor, Carrie, which was super helpful. Um, and, you know, really that just kind of speaks to one of my areas of, uh, of development, which is organization and, and planning. Um, you know, I, I think that instructionally, um, I don't know, I, there, are, there are parts of my, um, just my personality and who I am as a person um, that come naturally that will really serve me well as as a teacher you know areas that i that aren't necessarily areas of development um but then there are those that i'm going to need to just kind of continually work on and that i'm learning now which i haven't really just which are underdeveloped i would say and so that means planning that means organization and so when i come up against in um i'm just going to have to learn how to or i am in the process of a, learning how to be more organized and how to be more planful and how to respond when I feel as though I'm, um, I haven't prepared for something. What can I do? Um, yeah. That's so kind of a big topic for me and something that is uh, causing me some, some stress, but it's, I am. I'm learning, you know, and I'm allowing myself some, some grace, um, but preparing for my lessons and preparing everything for next week, it's just, you know, there's just, there's some fear behind it in terms of, uh, really planning, really being prepared, um, and having systems and developing systems to keep organized and stay on top of things. Um, it's just something that uh, will be a a uh, an area of growth going forward for sure. And I think it just feels maybe especially um, difficult right now because it's so new for me. Um, and I, but I just think if I if I just keep at it and keep developing my system and giving myself grace as a learner, as a student teacher. Um, it's going to be okay, but during this kind of new learning phase, it's you know there's some growing pains there, but that's okay. I think uh, finally the last thing I'll reflect on about last week was uh, uh, just an it, kind of an incident about um, just with with a student. Um, I've talked about this student in the past, kind of an attention seeker. Uh, we had a day last on. Um, on Thursday, the uh, the power randomly went off for about an hour in the morning, and we had to we ended up having to dismiss early. So that kind of threw the day into chaos. Um, and so coming in coming in from recess, um, it just started to get a little chaotic. And I noticed one of my students was 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 crying, like almost like really really upset, crying. Um, and he had sand on his eye, in his eyes, and on his face. And so I sent him to the nurse. The nurse called me and told me that um, she that he had told her that uh, he had fallen down and gotten sand like on his face and his eyes and was crying and we got up. You know, he was upset when he got up. He approached a group of students and asked them if he had sand in his face and they laughed at him and called him ugly. And then he cursed them out. And then one of them pushed him and kicked him down and kicked him when he was on the ground. It was just this big mess. Um, but it, it sounded like it was kind of, it sounded like a bullying incident to me. And so I asked Josh, you know, if he knew any of the students, what had happened and, um, and I spoke to Hannah about this, just, I knew that I needed to kind of to respond, you know, um, to what was needed, to what Josh needed, and just what the situation needed, right? As the adult, um, I've been thinking about the fact that in my previous roles as a support staff or as a um, you know specialist teacher, um, I have I've never actually kind of leaned into the role of um, being like pedagogically responsive. Like, if I'm being honest, I would I was kind of a passer of the buck, you know. Um, if I'm subbing, you know, I would respond in a way that put it on to the classroom teacher. Or if I was, um, a specialist teacher, I would respond in a way that just brought it to the classroom teacher to deal with, you know? Um, and I don't know, there might've just been some fear behind that. I don't really know, but I'm learning how to respond right now. And so this was kind of an exercise in learning how to respond the right way. Um. Because it felt like a bullying thing, I don't know, I I first asked Hannah what what to do. Um, And she said, you know, talk to him, but she said, I would make sure that you address his involvement or his portion of it, just because uh, we're gonna be going home here in a minute due to this early day. And if the story goes home um, where it's just his side, then you know that's where it can get tricky, or where it's just, his side isn't addressed, and it's just what happened to him. That's where it can get tricky. Um, so I did that, and he gave me some names of some other students. I went and spoke with them. They gave me some other names, um, students in different classes. So it just got kind of complicated and messy. But I felt like I had a a picture of the students um, who were leading it. And I asked the student in my class if that was true, if he recognized those names. He said yes. Um, And so I I didn't have a chance to go speak with those students because the, uh, we were dismissing and the school was in chaos. We were eating lunch early in classrooms and trying to go home. So the next day I, um, I sent out an email to the teachers um, and Hannah responded and she forwarded it to, or she just included administration on it so that they could be kept in the loop um and so i'm really glad that i did that that i just kind of um i responded in a a way that was communicative and you know i leaned into it um i think my only little self there's just something that i want to be more careful of next time is that i presented my information with almost like a little bit of like analysis in it rather than just reporting the facts you know because in my from the information that I had gathered which was incomplete it was that you know that Josh had been bullied altogether um but then as as I spoke with other students and then as you know and as I sent the email to the teachers and they spoke with students in their classes then it turned out that it was other students and then it was just a big a big mess. Um, and so in the communication that I sent out, I think, you know, next time I'll just make sure that it's, um, that it's just a, like kind of a, a restating of what I know. Here's what I know without putting, cause I think I said, like, there was a bullying incident in which, in which Josh was targeted. Um, and I feel like I mean, that's what it felt like to me. But having not seen it, not witnessed it, it's hard to say that that's what it was. Um, so, long story short, um, our our lead um, our lead coach um, she spoke with all the students, and all the stories were different. And um, just the bottom line was that uh, we just need to keep a closer eye on on it at recess. So that if these things happen, we can actually observe it and then kind of work through it and that uh essentially with all the students the the follow-up is to just have conversations about how we need to treat each other at recess and and you know what do we do if um if we see someone being treated unkind or unfairly and just you know how do we make better choices that are that are better for for all of us at at recess so that is the story of week number 10 of student teaching. Looking forward to checking in uh, next next week. Um, this It'll be at the end of my first week of lead teaching. So there will be much to discuss at that point in time. Thanks for listening.